BetMGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. Register using code CHAMPION200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 money line wager on any Major League Baseball game and either team hits a home run, regardless of your bet's outcome. Enjoy baseball like never before with BetMGM's daily promotions at your fingertips all season long. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use code CHAMPION200 to win $200 when you bet $10 on an MLB. LB game and either team hits a home run. Sign up today and find out why nothing beats a win at the King of Sportsbooks. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire 7 days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Welcome to Total Wine and More. I'm firing up the grill for burgers and want to impress the neighbors. You'll love this Cabernet with your burgers. Wow, great price. Find what you love, love what you find. At Total Wine and More, drink responsibly, P21. Today's show is sponsored by Diane Kleins, an independent associate with Legal Shield, offering legal services starting at $29.95 and identity theft starting at $19.95 a month. They also provide a will, a living will, assisted with moving violations, contract review, consultations, and more. For more information, contact Ms. Diane Kleins at 214-881-5225 or go to dskleins.ladiesofjustice.com. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Taz. And, of course, you're listening to the intro podcast. Let's go! What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Taz. Thank you once again for coming back to check out the intro podcast. Do me a favor. If this is your first time listening or you are a return listener but haven't subscribed yet, please do it like right now. I'm going to wait for you. Good. (laughs) I hope you actually did that. Look, I am excited about today's show, but this particular segment is called A Moment in the Spotlight, where we highlight a couple things that's going on in news or in the industry. Um, The first thing that I would definitely like to talk about is the knowledge that we don't have now could hurt us later. And this goes from a story that I heard on The Breakfast Club a couple days ago where uh, whenever Magic Johnson first entered, uh, well, I'm not going to say first entered, but uh, whenever he became a hot topic in basketball uh, in the early 19, what is it, um, in the 1970s, close to 1980s, he was approached by a lot of shoe companies to uh, give him shoe deals. And uh, Nike approached him, but because Nike was just starting, they couldn't offer him money. They offered him stock. Uh, of course, because he didn't understand what stock was, he turned down the stock and uh, he took the money, the, the save route. Cool, understandable. But had he known had he had the knowledge of what stock was believe it or not he could have been making around 5.2 billion dollars today 
but because he didn't have the education back then or he didn't have the knowledge of what stock was that was a deal that literally was just passed up i say all that to say this we have to invest in our young people today because if we don't invest in them today they can very well miss out on a deal just like this not necessarily even just in, in shoes or whatever but whatever the industry is if they don't have the education to know what the alternative is to money right now and not understand what the longevity can be, they'll miss out. Bet MGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. Register using code CHAMPION200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 money line wager on any Major League Baseball game and either team hits a home run, regardless of your bet's outcome. Enjoy baseball like never before with Bet MGM's daily promotions at your fingertips all season long. Download the app or go to betmgm.com and use code CHAMPION200 to win $200 when you bet 10 bucks on an MGM. MLB game and either team hits a home run. Sign up today and find out why nothing beats a win at the King of Sportsbooks. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500 which is why I believe that we need to invest in our schools, we need to invest in our students, we need to invest in our teachers, because the, the teachers are important. The curriculum, uh, we, I believe that uh, in our inner city schools, there's a lot of lessons that are not being taught uh, that could really help out young people now, but can definitely get them ready for a future, because I know whenever I was in school, um, we didn't learn about stock. We didn't have classes that taught about uh, mechanical and computer stuff. We, we didn't have that. So for a lot of individuals who were not progressive and were not able to evolve with the time, they're lost now. I'm 40 years old. Had I not been able to evolve whenever cell phones and computers and iPads and all of this stuff came up, that's a possibility. I would still be stuck behind trying to figure out what's going on. And there's a lot of opportunity that I would have missed out on. Number one, I wouldn't be doing this because I probably wouldn't even know how. So, I, like I say, I believe that we need to invest more in the present lives of even, you know, the elementary. Because, you know, that's where you start to get an understanding about what's going on or where you're going to head to. Or you get an understanding about who it is you want to be whenever you get older. And if we can educate young people now, by the time they get in high school or the freshmen in college or whatever the trade school is that they go to, they already have the knowledge. And it's, that's something that you can't take away. You can't take away knowledge. Because either it'll be offered to them or they'll be able to create it themselves because they've been educated so much. If, if the platform doesn't present itself, but it's something that they really want to do and it's something that they've been learning about since fourth, fifth grade, sixth grade or whatever, they'll have enough knowledge to create it. Some platforms or some audiences... Well, some platforms won't be offered, but 
if you have the education and you have the dedication to want to get it, look, go out and get it. Just saying. But we definitely need to educate our young people or open up doors for education, especially in our inner, in our inner, inner city schools. Uh, because if they, if they have opportunity to learn how to make real money, we won't have to worry about them stealing and drugs and all this other stuff because their mind would be so occupied by what they're learning or even what they're seeing. Because I believe if you show um, a young boy or a young girl now <laughs> how to do something to make good money, uh, honest legal money, they'll start doing it now these days. That's just like, you know, whenever uh, a, a baby is born now, I believe I can give this a baby my cell phone and they'll work it better than I, I do right now. So just imagine if their classes provided, even in elementary school, about technology, uh, mechanics, and, you know, things that is, you know, investable for their future. If we start now later on, they'll have the knowledge and we won't regret it. And we will be in a better position than what we're in. I believe that if Magic would have known back then what stock was and how it worked and what the outcome would be, uh, <laughs> I would have signed with Nike. But he took the fair route because he saw dollar bills. And I don't even fault him for that because we don't know what the financial situation was back then. But he did take that route and hey, I'm cool and I'm excited about it because he's still able to do big things today. Uh he's, you know, sports, he had a label, um and Lord knows uh, real estate, restaurants, uh movie theaters, uh everything. So uh kudos to him for that, but yeah. Huh. That money would have been dope, though. So it's no surprise that people don't really like to ride with me because I don't listen to a lot of music. I am more into podcasts than news or whatever. So this story kind of brushed across my ear. Again, I think it was with The Breakfast Club on iHeartRadio. Uh, they were discussing Wendy, the whole Wendy Williams situation, how she's still not getting access to her money that is in the bank um and i thought about another story that i told you guys about a couple weeks ago regarding steve harvey and um how he was facing tax evasion because he was writing checks and his accountant they were taking out the same exact amount you know you if you want to know about that you can go back and check out that show but the ending result of Steve Harvey's situation was he was like millions of dollars in debt to uh, the government because his accountant was taking his money. Now, I say that to say this. Wendy Williams has been shut out from her money to even see what's going on with bank statements or whatever. I would hate that by the time Wendy get access to her money again, that she suffers the same situation that Steve Harvey did. There has to be a reason why they are not allowing her to see where her money is. Um, allegedly, <laughs> let me say that. 
But there has to be a reason why they're not letting her see her money. Um, Hopefully, no one's doing anything under the table or has been doing anything under the table that they just don't want her to see. But my story, but my question is this: Don't you have to have a doctor or a therapist or something to say that mentally Wendy Williams is not in the right mind frame to have her money tangible to her? And if that is the if that is the fact, has that happened? All we know from what's being reported is they're just saying that she can't or that she shouldn't have access to the money, but no one has said uh, that there was an an actual doctor or therapist that said that she shouldn't have access, which is another reason why it raises up the question, what's being done, (laughs) or is there anything being done behind the scenes that um, the people are really trying to hide from her? I would hate to see a couple years from now or even a couple months from now that she find out that money that she thought was in a particular place is not there because the people who had access to the money has been doing some jacked up things. You have to think about Steve Harvey uh, was seven years in the hole. I forgot what the number was, but he was paying $600,000 a month to the government, to the IRS, because his taxes were not being paid. I would hate for something like that, not even just taxes, but just to bother with someone's money that has been working as hard as Wendy has for decades, ranging from radio to TV to everything else that she has going on. So our prayers are going out to Wendy Williams. And um, just, again, just praying that uh, what could possibly be going on really isn't going on because that's not a good look but if in fact it is trust and believe you will not get away with it again we're praying for wendy williams and everyone involved in that situation let's go into this interview bet mgm is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences register using code champion 200 and win 200 in free bets when you place a 10 dollars money line wager on any major league baseball game and even Either team hits a home run, regardless of your bet's outcome. Enjoy baseball like never before with BetMGM's daily promotions at your fingertips all season long. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use code CHAMPION200 to win $200 when you bet 10 bucks on an MLB game and either team hits a home run. Sign up today and find out why nothing beats a win at the king of sportsbooks. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age. Age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. I've come to find out that in life, there are certain things that we will deal with that we won't know for sure that we're over until we're actually faced with it and the reaction that we have to those things. Trust me, I know I've been there. Um, I'm there like right now. But today's uh, guest, I had an opportunity to sit down with Arthur Daphne Norman. She has written a book entitled Help, I'm Broken, A Journey of Healing and Building from Broken Places. Uh, this interview, uh, it hit home for me. Because, like I said, uh, things that I thought I had dealt with, I figured and I found out, boy, you ain't healed yet. So you need to, you know, do the work. And I would encourage you guys after this interview, number one, 
Follow Daphne Norman on social media. Number two, purchase this book. Number three, get help. Here we go. What's happening? Everything is everything. I know, and I'm, I'm excited to be here. I'm excited that you allowed me an opportunity to come on and just kind of hang out with you a little bit and do what I like to do, which is talk and such. Oh, uh, she could talk and she could sing. She thinks she's going to get out of here now and I not get her to give me some woo-woo-woo. She's a, and she's a preaching machine also. Um, we're going to talk about a whole lot. Uh, of course, I, I have you here to talk about your book, but... I want to talk about Daphne. Let's talk about how long has you how, how long have you been in ministry? I have been in ministry since 2003. So when we met, I think I just started preaching. I started preaching in 2003. Okay. So I yep, 2003. So almost almost what? How many years is it? Almost 20 Almost 20, 20 years or I don't know. Yeah, it's, almost it's, 20 it's years. Almost 20, yeah. Almost 20 years. Yeah, it'll be 20 years next year. Happy anniversary. Thank you. Yeah, so, um, but other than that, you know, I have, um, prior to that, I was a whole thug in these streets, but Come on. that's a whole nother story. Um, She's two. the perfect balance of righteousness and ratchetness. Let me tell you, you know, when God saved me, he did exactly that. But um, I'm grateful. Um, the, this is my life. It's what I love to do. I mm-hmm. love people. Um, it's more than just preaching to me, you know. Um, my ultimate desire has been, always will be, just to help people mm-hmm. um, because I believe that's what God has called us here to do. So that is what I do. That is all my ministry is about is just helping people, trying to make sure everybody's, you know, it's a blessing and a curse because it's the natural side of me, yeah. you know, just want everybody to be okay. And all of the time that doesn't always work out. Right. But it's just, it's that part of me that loves, you know, I mm-hmm. love people. I love to help. I love to be, you know, and so when you mention me being the same, it's like, what you see is what you get. I, I do my level best of trying to make sure that I'm always the same because, you know, people want the genuine part of Thanks. you. And it's, it, it, and furthermore, it just takes too much to pretend and be somebody else. And it just takes too much energy. So just be who you are. And if people don't like it, then they have the right to walk away. This is facts. So, you know. So, but you were called to ministry, I guess for me, at a young age. Yeah. yeah. So, you are a young black woman in ministry. Yeah. What was, uh like, whenever you first entered, like, what was the um, the atmosphere as opposed to, like, how you were... Um, appreciated or taken in in ministry um it actually wasn't bad because see bishop um so how even how all that even happened um (laughs) the backstory is at 15 um i was uh at amatio smith high school i was a freshman okay and um uh, Pastor Maxie Johnson and Elder Eric Patterson and all of them. Well, Eric went to Hutch, but I um I was standing outside mm-hmm. of the school parking lot, and and Maxie was waiting on. He was just Cardell at the time to come pick him up because Cardell used to come and pick up the kids from their schools and stuff. You okay. Know? And so I was outside, and I mean, I was cussing him six ways on Sunday. <laughs> I was lightning to him. Do you hear what I said? I I could cuss you a paragraph, and I use the same word more than twice. I love it. So I was, man, I was lightning to him. We was talking. I don't even know what we were talking about. And so he drove up, 
And he was like, girl, you better quit cussing because he a pastor. No, he a preacher. And I was like, I don't care. <laughs> you know, so I'm in there, baby. I was in there. A whole thug out here just being a fool. And so um, they apparently had told him that I could sing. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't think nothing of it. I was like, hey, how you doing? And then they drove on off. Yeah. Well, one day um, I lived on Leather. And so I was walking up to the corner store on the corner of Libet and Lexter, and this van swooped up into the corner store. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'm a whole girl out here. Like, yeah. who is this swooping up in this store? And and he was like, hey, uh, come here. And I'm like, who is this? You know, come here. And and before I knew it, Gary Roberts and Maxie and somebody else stuck their head around mm-hmm. so I can see, you know, that they were in the car. And uh, he was so like, mention the people I ain't seen in forever. I know, right? But that's how long we all been around <laughs> yeah. each other, you know. And so they was like, "Hey, Daphne," and I was like, "Oh." He was like, "Bishop said at the time, Cordelia, they told me you can sing," and I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> sing something for me." And so he made me sing, and I sung for him in that moment. He was like, "You need to join my choir," and I was like, "Okay." And so that following week, he came and picked me up. My mama didn't know who he was, but mm-hmm. she just let me go. Yeah. And uh, picked me up for choir rehearsal. And from that day forward, he reintroduced me to church because I had stopped going a long time ago. I was mm-hmm. like trying to do, do what I did. Yeah. You know, and so, but it wasn't until like I turned 18 or 19 that I really got to know the Lord because he had started preaching and eventually he started pastoring. He started the church. And so, would they knew who we were because of him right so i really didn't have that hard of a time being introduced to the world as a preacher because he made sure that wherever he was we were right and so for a long time my name wasn't definitely my name was ain't you that girl that sang with Cordell? don't you sing in that choir don't you go to jesus so i didn't yeah. even know my name for a long time yeah but he started putting me out in front of people and like there were times when he was supposed to go preach and he may not have felt well, but he sent me in his stead. Mm-hmm. And so that's how people started knowing who I was. Um, but mainly because I sung in the choir. Yeah. And so everywhere I went, again, you know, I'm always the same. So people knew me that way. So I started young, but he taught me the value of like being who you are in ministry and loving people. Yeah. And that is how I, I just embraced that part of it because it's through love, you know, that you draw mm-hmm. people. And so I, 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 I didn't really have much of an issue. Um, there were people who um, unfortunately devalued the gift mm-hmm. that I had or because I wasn't a pastor. Um, you get that kind of stuff where you ain't no pastor. You can't come on this platform, yeah. but then they want you to sing, mm-hmm. and, you know, so I have experience, had those experiences, but I don't, I don't take any opportunity like lightly. No. So whether it's to sing, to usher, whatever it is, I'm I just do it. it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then it'll, it'll happen in, in its time. So I'm just, I'm not, I've never been person really at a risk to be in the forefront mm-hmm. like i told you when we were talking like i've been comfortable in the background for a long time yeah. i prefer it you know yeah but when it's your time it's just your time and so at that's just it you know yeah Definitely. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, today's show, let's talk about the sponsor right fast. Today's show is sponsored by Diane Clients. She is an independent associate with Legal Shield, 
offering legal services starting at $29.95 and identity theft starting at $19.95. They also provide a will, a living will, assist with moving violations, contract reviews, consultations, and more. So for more information, if you would like to uh, know about uh, this particular sponsor, you can contact her at 214-881-5225 or go to dskleins.ladiesofjustice.com. Back to Daphne, <laughs> the singing machine. When when did you notice or realize? Oh my God, I can really sing. Um, I've been singing all my literally all my life, literally all my life. Uh, my dad was the singer, mm. and so I remember coming home because I was born and raised Methodist. Believe it or not. Oh wow. Uh huh. Like miss like like CME like like. The one that's right, Catholic then Methodist. Yeah, like that's right by each other. Like when they took my tambourine to church, I cried. Oh wow! That, that that kind of Methodist. Yeah. So I remember coming home from the Angel Choir rehearsal, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Ooh, Daddy, I learned a new song, Kumbaya." Hey, <laughs> I love and it. My daddy sat me on the counter and he started singing it. He ain't what that song say, and he started singing, "Come by here, good Lord, come by here," mm -hmm. and it was that moment that. I think changed my life like like it just kind of changed my life and that's just i've been singing ever since oh uh, let's talk about some people that you've sang with because you've been singing who are some of the uh your musical inf influences that you've been able to sing with and those uh you wouldn't mind singing with um with the choir man we probably have sung behind everybody um LaShawn Pace, rest of, rest of Man, peace. Man, yeah. Um, Kirk Franklin, uh, Patrick Riddick. Uh, let me go back. We sung with Orlando Draper. Oh, my we goodness. Sung behind um, Ricky Dillard a couple of times, James Hall. I don't know. We've done a lot of people. There's a lot of people who we sang behind. Um, I sang behind Crystal Aiken. Um, I don't know. It's, it's been, I've been doing this for so long. I can't even tell you how many people we sung behind. And I was, I had Let's just say she then probably sang behind your favorite artist. Right. <laughs> I, I, I used to always say, I would love to sing on a stage with Mary Mary when I was young. I was okay. But recently, like my, um, if I had to pick a gospel artist that is like the person who I I love genuinely because of who she is and mm -hmm. what she represents, and then she's an incredible singer. That's Tamla Man. Like I'm a yes. huge, huge, huge fan of Tamla Man. Yes. Like she's like the ultimate hero for me because like she lost that weight. She did. It changed my life. I was like, baby. Yeah. Her. yeah. I can do this. See her, Lord. Yeah. That's therefore. Hey, look, y'all, ladies and gentlemen, look, we'll be right back in just a moment. This is the intro podcast, and I am joined with the one and only my sister, the preacher, the singer, the tap dancer, the ballet dancer, <laughs> and everything else. Ah, that's funny. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Taz. You are listening to or watching the intro podcast. Again, I'm joined with the one and only my sister, Miss Daphne Norman, and my co-host just finally made it. In <laughs> Mr. Ivan Pilkos is in the house, ladies and gentlemen, and the crowd goes wild. Uh, hey, Ivan, how you doing? I'm doing wonderful. How are you? 
I'm good, man. First and foremost, thank you for coming on. Thank you for um, me. I'm so honored to be here that you asked me to come. Here. I bought him on Daphne because <laughs> after he left your book signing, he was on Facebook giving you all the energy you need. So, um, and then knowing the history, you know, that he knew you and y'all had a relationship, I was like, this is uh, perfect because um, before we were talking, uh, before we started the tape, and you were saying that uh, you, your, your, your ministry is to help people. And from talking to uh, Ivan over the last couple of days, this book is doing just that. I probably should have got some tissue because now you finna start Ooh. making me cry. Hello. Lord have mercy. I was gonna ask some more funny um personal whatever, but I just want to jump into it. Hold the book up for me, Ivan. I'm broken. Man, um where did this come from? Um, so Throughout the course of my life, I have experienced a lot of stuff. Um, some of it I shared, and a lot of it I haven't. Um, so I'm probably going to do a more deeper, intimate book that kind of gives some more information about a lot of that stuff. But overall, it's fun because I realized after finally not um, liking who I had become, mm. I decided to do something different. Mm. And throughout that change, um, God healed my heart. Mm. And I realized there were people who were just like me. We have, and I talk a lot about it because it's what I did for a long time, pretended for the sake of other people. We have, we have, we put on this face, you as a radio host, you know, you as a director of a choir, you as a preacher, a teacher, mm-hmm. whoever you are, whatever you are, not even in ministry, you as a mom, you as a mm-hmm. whatever. And we we carry on like everything is fine for the sake of what we want people to see. We present an image to people that we want them to see. Yeah. And, and when we get home, Strand by strand, we're about to pull our hair out. When we get, you know, in the the privacy of our own spaces, we lose in our minds and nobody knows it. Mm -hmm. So I need some help at this point. Because if I don't, either I'm going to kill myself or in my case, I'm going to go to jail. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go to jail because that was a place in my life where I, if the Lord didn't help me, yeah. I was going to jail. People was about to get quit, that. Yeah. Quit mm-hmm. playing with me. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so when I finally became free, I understood that there's a people who are experiencing in this very moment mm-hmm. the thing that God has delivered me from. It took me over a span of two years to write this book because I felt like, what am I going to say? Yeah. There are other people who are saying stuff. How come they can't mm-hmm. be the one to say it? Yeah. And there are other people who probably don't even want to hear what I got to say. I'm still dealing with this, 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 and this. How am I tell them yeah. that they can come out when I ain't out? Yeah. But mm-hmm. as I was writing the Lord, and I said it, I've been saying it, the Lord told me, Daphne, just like the lepers, they were healed as they went. Mm-hmm. 
And so the more I kept writing, I'm telling you, I was crying. So my tears, I told him the other day, my tears ain't these pages. Yeah. And this wasn't just nothing that I was just doing. This was out of the abundance of my heart. I poured myself into this book. Mm-hmm. And I exposed parts of my heart. I allowed myself to be free as I was writing. The more I talked to people about my story and the things that I've gone through, the more God began to heal me. And so that's where it came from. It came out of a place of brokenness and a desire to help those people not have to deal with what I deal with. Or if they are in the middle of what I'm dealing of what I've dealt with, you know, how to come out of that place, how to how to be free. From a broken place. That's literally what this book is about. It's a journey of going of of healing and mending from broken places. Because there are so many people who 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 put on a smile, they put on makeup, they put on all of this facade. And the truth of the matter is, they don't even want to live. Yeah. And so, what do you do? Like, like you can tell people all day long, oh, just go get prayer, you know, go to the altar, yeah. you know, or whatever. But it, when it, when you when the rubber meet the road, you can go get prayed for and cry and snot and do all of that stuff. Yeah. But when you get home, you still got to deal with the same thing you dealt with when you left. Mm-hmm. And so there's work that comes behind uh, being free. Mm-hmm. You know, there are things that you have to do. There are things you have to face. There are things you have to deal with on the inside in order to get to that place. And let's, th- let's take it out of church because I wrote this book with the intention of ministering to people that are not even, re- not, in, not just in church, but mm-hmm. people who are out of church because there are people who don't know the Lord right. that are dealing with the same issues that yeah. people that know the Lord, right. you know, and so what do they do? Yeah. You know, you introduce them to an avenue to be able to heal and you tell them the steps because forgiveness don't require salvation. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of these things that I talk about, you don't really don't require salvation. It requires you to make a decision. And so, so that's what this was about. It was about being able to heal no matter who you are. Yeah. And so, and so there are people who now, of course I'm drawn, I'm trying to come on in here. Come on where the Lord is. I want you to be, I want you to know it, but in in, in, in case you don't, this is what you need to do. Um, you, we we need the audio book (laughs) just, just about that because look, all right. So side note, the reason why you can have this, this book like that, but in the audio book, if while you reading it, bitch, you're often just let God do what God do, girl. Because like you are. Is there anything that you thought you were over or that you had crossed where in reading this book you was like, oh, I'm not over this. Mm-hmm. That was let's that child listen. <laughs> if you know me, but you know you can't tell me nothing. <laughs> no, you know you can't. I've been baby. You fine. Is yeah, that honey. She's so Listen, honey, <laughs> listen <laughs> to me. They know, honey, well, what? Damn, you cute. Thank you. <laughs> but the truth of the matter is, there were times when I wrestled at home before I walked out the door. But I learned how to be um, super woman, which I talk about that, and make people think that that wasn't a struggle for me to get up and put that on. Mm-hmm. So, yes, there were things that I felt like still come to this very day that I I know that I've been free from, but the enemy ain't gonna stop. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He, he's not gonna stop. Right. And so, cause he ain't gonna let up, I ain't gonna let up. Yeah. You know, and so there were things, there were hurts that were 
when I was writing, I thought I was free from, but when I had to revisit those places of pain, mm. then I realized, uh-oh, yeah. some God, yeah. I don't like the way this right here made me feel. Yeah. This this right here didn't feel good yeah. when I was writing this. Yeah. And so there were my tears. And so there were times when I would revisit places, even things that had happened in my marriage that I didn't realize affected me the way that they did. You know, things that I would, would go back and remember, you know, conversations with people and situations that. Pause it right there. After you make this point, we're going to break, quote unquote, for commercial, and y'all going to have y'all one on one. Okay. So you can go and cry and do everything else. Mm-hmm. No matter what today. No, no, whatever the Lord say. But I have done highlighted a couple of things, honey, because this stuff is just, oh my God. Like this one here? Oh, man. In three, two, one. So look, everybody, it's your boy Taz. Once again, you're watching the intro podcast. Are you listening to us on the iHeartRadio? Are you watching this on our YouTube page or wherever we are on social media? Wherever you are doing that, thank you very, very much. Today's show, once again, is sponsored by Miss Diane Klein, an independent associate with Legal Shield, offering legal services starting from twenty nine ninety five. An identity theft starting at $19.95 a month. They also provide a will, living will, assisted moving violations. Look. Bet MGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. Register using code CHAMPION200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 money line wager on any Major League Baseball game and either team hits a home run, regardless of your bet's outcome. Enjoy baseball like never before with Bet MGM's daily promotions at your fingertips all season long. Download the app or go to betmgm.com and use code CHAMPION200 to win $200 when you bet 10 bucks on an MLB game and either team hits a home run. Sign up today and find out why nothing beats a win at the King of Sportsbooks. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500 I drive fast, so I'm just saying. Keep keep that off your record. <laughs> uh, review contracts, uh, consultations, um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it not only covers you, but it covers you, um, your children, your spouse, all that good stuff. So if you know that you drive like me, because I drive like you, uh, or like her, <laughs> do me a favor and contact Diane Kleins at 214 881 5225 or go to com. I wanted to break in and do that because I'm I'm about to get up and get out. And I'm going to let my co-host, the wonderful Mr. Ivan Prickles, the choir director sensation. He's my Ricky Dillard. He's my Orlando Draper. He's my this and that. The boy is bad. If you're if you in Dallas and you've been here long enough, you know who Ivan Prickles is. But I'm going to let him have a one-on-one with my sister, um, it's about to get good. It's about to get deep. It's your boy Taz, the intro podcast. We'll be right back. 
I'll just, just jump right on in. Yeah, let's You can scroll over some this way, and Ivan, you can scroll over some this What's up, everyone? This is your boy, Ivan Pickles. We are back with the incredible Daphne Norman. With the, the Arthur help, I'm broken. Daphne, we're going to jump right into it. Okay? All right. Let's see. Um, Give us a brief overview of what this book is about. Um, This book is basically... Um, what it says on the front of it, it says it's a journey of healing and building from broken places. It is um, it is not just a read, okay? It's not just something you pick up and you read. Right. It's actually something you work through. Uh, there are so many people in the world that have been broken, uh, whether you know the Lord, whether you don't know the Lord, um, but you're in a place where you feel like you cannot overcome certain issues and obstacles that have happened in your life. Um, there are things that causes us to act a certain way or think a certain way or feel a certain way. And we need to get to the root of it. We need to get to the root of it. We need to figure out um, what is the reason why I'm responding that way? Um, I got on a good pair of red Air Max under this table. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, we act ignorant behind our stuff, yeah, you know. But why? Why is it that we act that way? If somebody accidentally steps on your foot, right. what was it that caused you to act like that? Mm. And so there's something that has happened that forces you to have that type of mentality that forces you. Why is it that if you're married, um, you cannot be intimate with your spouse completely. Why is it that um, every time somebody says the word, you know, purple, right. it makes you feel a certain type right. of way? Right. And so when it is that you get to the root of what is happening, you can begin to deal with those issues. So that's what this book is, is about. It's about healing from those places that, that cause triggers in our lives or where we cannot have good relationships. We cannot have good friendships. We cannot deal uh, with being alone. We cannot deal with hmm. how we look or how we feel on the inside and so i want to walk you through healing those places into a place of wholeness to where every time i see you you're the same and you don't have to worry about trying to pretend to be somebody and else. not being ashamed of who you are absolutely you know a lot of people these days we are ashamed of our past and what mm -hmm. we've done you know i can only speak for myself y'all i can only speak for me but um because I know I'm broken in a lot of places, you know, but I, I ask the Lord every day for healing. I ask the Lord to lead and guide me, you know. So um, me, a question for me, how would you say, um, how would you encourage someone to heal in a broken place that broke them? Hmm. Well, the truth of the matter is you got to remove yourself from that broken place. Hmm. If you're still sitting in a place that broke you, that means you have to make a decision to leave that place. Hmm. A lot of times what happens is we want to hold on because of the emotional attachment hmm. that we have to that spot. Hmm. But the truth of the matter is the only way a drug addict can stay away from drugs is if they remove themselves out of a place where the drugs are. Right. And so we don't, we do not um, want to have to deal with the pain of separating but it's necessary 
for where we're trying to go. A lot of times we're trying to drag stuff with us where God is trying to take us away from it. And so the, the every, 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 every area of healing um, and mending starts with the decision. And so if you're sitting in a place that broke you and you have the ability to leave, then you need to make a decision that to leave. Otherwise you'll stay in that place and never heal. And so there may be people attached to that place. There may be things attached to that place. And so you got to decide what's best for you. You got to decide what you want more. Is your healing more important or is that place a person or thing more important? And a lot of times we are stuck because we love, right? Like, I like love, I, I love, love yes, I love, I love people. <laughs> I love people. But I, mean, I love you enough to leave you alone. I love you enough to leave you alone because my heart depends on it. My life depends on it. And if you if you want to, so Bishop Booker used to say this a long time ago, if you like what you're getting, keep doing what you're doing. But if you don't like what you're getting, change, change what you're doing. And so it, it applies across the board. Whatever you want to do, you do whatever you want to do. And you decide on what's more important. Is this thing, person, place, or thing more important than my sanity? Then if it is, then stay there. But if not, as hard as it may be, you got to make a decision to get up out. Lord Jesus. And and do we make the right decisions to get up out? I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And, you know, it, it, the, the hardest part, and I was just sharing with a friend yesterday, I have separation anxiety, right? I got separation anxiety. So it's hard for me to leave something that I love, right? Because I don't want to hurt nobody feelings. Yeah, you don't wanna, I don't want to want no problem. But at the end of the day, I got things I got to do. And if you're not helping me in that place, that means that you're hindering me in that place. So I need to make a decision that this is more important. So I have another question. How how do you hope this book will affect readers? I hope that it will cause people to be set free. That is my ultimate desire. I said it to people because I got friends, and you know, you have people who support you, and they buy your stuff because it's you. You know, it's you. Right. they buy because right. it's you. Right. Um, I I work a real good job. Okay, right. real good job. <laughs> And so, stay in a real nice house, y'all. I just bought a real nice house. I mean, it's nice. I mean, it's nice. Well, I show thank you. (laughs) However, the money was not the the purpose behind me writing this book. I want people to be helped. I want people, and it like I I just told, I just said begin at the beginning before the interview started. Um, my my desire to help and heal and all that. it's a blessing in the Christian at the same time because I just want everybody to be okay. And, you know, you exhaust yourself in people to make sure that they're okay. And so my way of exhausting myself in people was writing this book because I just want everybody to be okay. And so at the end of the day, I want people to be healed. I want, I, I have a shirt that says, be helped, be healed, be whole. That is my ultimate desire with, with writing this book, that you do the work. If you bought it, do the work. It's necessary to do the work. It is have, not. She, she have the work assignments that you can do in her book. It's, it's important. Chapter. It's yeah. important because 
we 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 read stuff, you know, we read it, but it, it's it's sometimes you like me, because truth of the matter, I wrote a book, but I don't like to read. Yeah. But I, and it's weird, yeah. it's so weird. But I did, I wrote this book, and I'm like, I don't write, but I don't even like to read. But I I understood the importance of the work because I'm a, I learn by writing. Right. Me, right. that's so when I study, I I retain by writing, and so that. That doing that and grabs it into your heart and helps you to 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 make the necessary steps and changes that are required, you know, to to go towards healing. And so that I want people to do the work. I want them to do what is necessary for them to be free. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. So one question that I do have that I wanted to ask, and he was like, um, ask her anything, you know, Absolutely. whatever you want to ask her. Um as far as ministry, because, you know, I am in ministry and I, I love the Lord with all of my heart. And I'm just like you. I want to help somebody with the things that I've been through, because I know we've been down different paths. But there is somebody out there that shares the same testimony mm -hmm. as me. Mm -hmm. um, how do I heal while still trying to minister to these people? You know, you got to remember why you're doing it. That part. That part. Because That's a lot of times um we take our focus off of why and put our focus on who mm. and um your ultimate so let me talk about me my ultimate desire is to please god right. my ultimate at the end of the day i pray in, in my personal prayer time god all i want to do is please you right. right that's that's my ultimate desire and and when it is that god puts an assignment in your hand when you exhaust yourself in that assignment, everything else is secondary. Mm. And so you have to know that while you are doing what God has given you to do, he's working on your behalf. Mm. And so what happens is we, we are so concerned with our own issues that we cannot fully fulfill the assignment that God has given us. Mm. And so when you exhaust yourself, and this is my tell people, you exhaust yourself in God, he'll take care of everything else that's concerning you. And so I t I've trained myself, it's probably one of the most difficult things I've ever had to do. I've trained myself not to worry about the things that I can't control. Mm. And so we spend a lot of time trying to fix stuff that we can't do nothing about. And so brokenness is something, so I said this and I'll say it to you who's listening, you cannot control what happens to you. You cannot control how it happened to you. You can't even control who did it to you. But what you can control is how you let it affect you and how long you let it affect you. And so when it is that you make a decision that you will not allow something to continue to affect you and you will not allow it to affect you a certain type of way, it becomes non-existent at that point and so you exhaust yourself in god and you focus on him and you focus on the things that he's given you to do and in time he will mend your broken heart he will heal you in those places now, but you got to do the work you got to stay away from those things that are contributing to that broken spot that are that are feeding the thing. So I, I said it in my book, something Bishop taught me years ago, whatever you feed will live and what you starve will die. And so we have to starve those areas in our lives that we want to be healed from. 
right? Because if we keep feeding that, then we'll continue to feed that broken place. And so a lot of times what happens is you need to change your perspective and change your focus and focus solely on the things that God has given you to do and not worry about those things that you can't control. You worried about trying to fix the brokenness yourself. That's not your job. That ain't even your response. You don't even have the ability to heal yourself. And so you do, you exhaust yourself in what God has given you to do and let him heal you. And in time you'll be healed and not even realize when it happened. Right, right, right. That's so good. I do want to, um, I want, I, I did some reading y'all and I did some highlighting and stuff <laughs> that, that took me out, you know. Um, let me get one real quick. Move it out, just add it at me. I just had it. Mm-hmm. I think it was too. There you go. This is here. This is this is one thing she said in her book that really, really blessed me. She says, I see so many people who are dealing with some of the same things that I have overcome. It weighs so heavy on my heart. I told God I wanted to help. Do that sound like any of y'all? Because I know it sounds like me sometimes. You know, I want to help everybody, especially when they're weighing down. So she says, I told God I wanted to help. Well, what better way to help than to create a platform to share some of my experiences and give others an opportunity to see the power of God's ability to set them free as he did for me. They blessed me. And so the platform was the book. Right. And so I I made a choice to allow myself to be vulnerable. Hmm. And to share intimate parts of me, because y'all know I don't quit playing. I want y'all in my business. And you know, we don't like to do that. No, get out of my business. Ain't we, your... we don't like to do that. Yeah. I mean, I, I know she don't. She know I don't. We don't mm-hmm, look... baby. No. Yeah, my and yeah. I, because I said to him, I said, Baby, get out of my business. Yeah, because I'm always asking, Where you going? Baby, get out of my business. What you got on? What you doing? And she, my know, response is literally always, Baby, get out of my business. Yeah. And that is me. Like, I'm so private. And I've been that way. Like, if you know me all of these years, um, you would know that you can't, only only thing you know is what I tell you. That's it. That's it. That's the only thing you know. That's my it. name ain't in stuff. My name ain't out there. I don't know. No, you don't, people don't know nothing about me. They know me for church. And that's because that's what I want them to know. Right. But at the end of the day, I allowed myself to be vulnerable in these moments to share intimate parts of me because I understood that there's somebody out there that dealt with low self-esteem that I got to help. There's somebody out there that is dealing with depression that I got to help. There's somebody out there that's dealing with a broken marriage that I got to help. There's there's somebody out there that's dealt with abuse that I got to help. And so I decided to expose those parts of me just to name a few. How, you know, how hard was it to expose those parts? It was very, that's why I said my tears is in these books, baby. Mm-hmm. Because I was ashamed. I say this, so even with me, you know, being known for music and preaching and, you know, I was married to a preacher and, you know, at my wedding, it was 300 people. As a matter of fact, it was over 300 people. We had to turn people away at the reception hall because the reception hall only held 
300 people. And I said, my God, you know, you never know how much you love because it was like an open invitation. Oh, you want to come to our wedding? Y'all come to our wedding? Oh, y'all are cute. Y'all are power hey, couple. Y'all did look cute. I was. Y'all was. And it was so much, baby. I mean, we shouted at my wedding, honey. I mean, it was incredible, only to be divorced two years later. And so I had to come back to a city and face all of those people who was like, you know, who was, you're a power couple and you're this and he's a dad and baby y'all are whatever. So did you deal with the I told you so's and stuff oh, like uh, this and honey, this and that? And, honey, you know, that's what uh, I can't take. You know, it, it's, it's to yes, get you some business. I dealt with it all. But at the end of the day, I, I understand integrity. Because I'm not going to drag him in the ground. That's right. I understand that it's important to make sure that you maintain who God has called you to be. Because number one, ain't your business what happened. However, if you just need to know, let me explain to you this part of what I want you to know. The other stuff ain't your business. Because that, 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 that ain't going to help you. No, I'm going to come back. Ooh, come on back. Come on back. Are you enjoying yourself? I really am. I need you to, sorry. Yeah, because you know, I'm I'm a little hippie, baby. I am hippie. That's all right. That's all right. I'm fine in the mood, though. It's done. In three, two, one. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy Taz, and you are watching the intro podcast. Um, That last segment, uh, ridiculous. But uh, let me do this introduction thing because I'm about to go there. Two seconds. Miss Daphne is in the house giving, uh, as Kevin Hart says, she's dropping some nuggets. <laughs> some, some good chicken nuggets. Good. And it's, they real good and crispy. And the one and only my co-host, Mr. Ivan Pickles, is in the house today uh, helping me out. Thank you for coming, man. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. If, hey, if your church choir needs to be redone in any kind of way, I need y'all to call this dude because he's He's that. Um, whenever you moved back, did the criticism from people make you want to necessarily turn away from the church? Um, no. Let me tell you why. Um... They got the song I say, I understood this song. I mean, right? Yeah. That is why. I let me tell you, and people, you know, I have known a lot of times in ministry because of my strength, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, never in my life had I ever asked God to get me out of anything. There's never been a better time to find out why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app and place a $10 Moneyline wager on any NBA playoff game. If either team hits a three-pointer in the game, you'll win $200 in free bets. Just use code CHAMPION200 when you make your first bet. Sign up now and discover BetMGM's daily promotions, boosted odds specials, and more. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use code CHAMPION200 to win $200 in free 
free bets if either team hits a three in any NBA playoff game. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Until I got married. And I um, I thought it was something. I, I, I always tell God, if you can put me in it, if you give me strength, if you give me peace, I'll handle it, I'll deal with it, whatever. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. But there was a time at the very latter part when things started really, really, really get bad mm-hmm. that I begged God, please get me out of this. Please, Lord, get me out. So when I came back, I already knew what I was up against. Mm-hmm. I knew as I've had as I was up against the I told you so's. Oh, he was this. Gary, you shouldn't have married him in the first place. Why did you do it? And it was from the people in ministry. Yeah. From the people that was close. It was from people. And then it was people that came up. Baby, let me tell you what he did when you was this, 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 that, that. I that, hate when that, that, yeah. And this, 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 and I knew it because he did this, 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 da, 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 da. And I don't know if people just like get selective amnesia. And I don't mean this to be arrogant or mm-hmm. nothing, but I got a whole relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. I'm a whole prophet in these streets. Yes. Okay. The Lord ministers to me. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a, I, there were times when I was laying in my bed. God told me where my husband was. Okay. So to come to me with news. Yeah. Was like, but I already know that. Mm-hmm. There are things I knew before I got married. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so it was rough trying to explain that to people. Yeah. But it was meant to, I understood people's intentions sometimes were, was, was, quote unquote, to encourage me, but it was doing damage. It was doing damage. But at the same time, I understood the assignment of the enemy. And so while I could have shifted my focus to say the church hurt me because they threw my marriage in my face. They threw my divorce in my face. I could have blamed it, but I saw past mm-hmm. what was being said and who was saying it and understood that the desire of the enemy was to move me out of position. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't turn away because then I let him win. Right. So no, it never made me want to lead a church. It didn't even make me mad at the people at the church. Because and it, let me make this clear, it wasn't my church. It was <laughs> the people who was in church, okay? Um, but it was the fact that I understood the, the call that was on my life. Mm-hmm. And there are things that are attached to the call on my life that you got to deal with because the enemy don't want me in that position. Right. And so, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to back down. Mm-hmm. I, I've always been that girl in church, in ministry. I was that way in the street. I, I can't say my, <laughs> I wish, I wish you would. <laughs> Yeah. I, I wish you would. Yeah. And so I'm that way in ministry. Like, I I ain't never been scared of people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 see, and see, for me, 
I, I have that same, you know, uh, I'm never scared of nobody. Never scared. But I think at the point in my life, I'm to the point of where I don't want people to see me as mm-hmm. I'm going to beat you up. But I'm that, but let me tell you, you how, know? how you do that is you train yourself to not entertain it. Mm. So I could have easily entertained and clapped back and went there and did I, no. but for what? My integrity is on the line. No. My character is on the line. I tell people, and I said it to somebody, and you can and I take it to the bank. You don't mess with people who ain't got nothing to lose. This is facts. However, my nothing is too much to lose. My nothing is too much to wow. Lose. That's deep. So, so. Even though I feel people feel like I ain't got nothing to lose. Truth for the matter, your nothing is too much to lose. Don't risk what God is getting ready to do, or in a waste your time trying to deal with stuff that ain't even that that's designed to move you out of the place where God has you. It's not even worth it. So I don't, I didn't entertain it. I could have clapped back. I could have proved facts. Mm-hmm. I could have did, but for what? Yeah. Baby, you talking about something that ain't even concern you? Yeah. So, so mind your business and let me deal with what I got going over here. I'm trying to heal from the things that I've been broken in, mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't waste my time trying to prove nothing, try to, trying to clean nothing up. Everybody had their speculations. They had their say, they even had facts. And I couldn't even argue with facts. Yeah. However, what did it profit? I wasn't getting back with nobody. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, it wasn't putting no money in my pocket. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, it wasn't doing nothing for me. I decided to move past it. And that's what you have to do when people, when, when things are, 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 are put in your face for you to, to react, make a decision, respond a different way. And notice I didn't say react because there's a difference between reaction and respond. Respect, reaction doesn't require thought. Response require you to think. Wait, wait, wait. I like that. It was start start back on that one again. Response and reaction. Response, reaction doesn't require our thought because you act on impulse. Facts. But response, it requires you to gather your thoughts and decide on what you're gonna do. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so a lot of times we end up with bad results because we react. Mm-hmm. But when you respond, you make a decision on how you want to handle it. Wow. Do you feel that no response is a good response? Sometimes. Sometimes. It depends on the situation. But even even a non-response call requires thought. Mm-hmm. Because you got to decide on if you want to entertain that conversation or not. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. So it, it's just it's just a matter of, of picking and choosing your battles. You pick and you choose. You know, it, it, I don't want to I don't want to um deal with certain stuff, so I don't. No. You know, it don't require, and, and you can just, your non-responses, you know what, I'd rather not discuss that at this time, or I'd rather not deal with that, or thank you for letting me know. And that's it. Yeah. You know, and and, and, and and so, and the Bible teaches you that a soft answer turns away wrath, mm. right? And so sometimes, the clapback, it causes more problem Facts. than it does if you just decide, you know what, I'm good, baby, thank you. You know? And so, because I, because truth of the matter is, a lot of times we have every right, because I can dig into people. Yeah, honey. Yeah, listen. Yeah. But what is it going? Yeah. I can dig in yeah. and be factual. You hear what I say? Because mm. I'm the reader who's gonna read you the truth. Yeah. But for what? Yeah. I, 
my character, I have so much ahead of me. You have so much ahead of you. So why forfeit what is ahead of you for a moment that don't mean nothing? Mm -hmm. I'm learning that uh, daily now because um, like I used to always say, be careful how you respond to certain things on social media mm -hmm. because you never know who's attached to your social mm -hmm. media that you may either need one day mm -hmm. or may need you to do something one day. But because of that reaction a year or so ago, mm -hmm. it completely turns them off. Absolutely. Absolutely. Bishop used to say it all the time. Your gift will get you in the door, but your character will keep you in it or kick you out of it. That's true. It's very true. So it don't matter. Like some people, and I think people need to understand. And I say, you say it all the time. You got to choose what's worth it. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? It's not even some stuff. It's not even worth it. And, and, and at the end of the day, there are so many things that God has lined up for us. Yes. He's trying to see how we're going to handle where we are right yes. now. And that's, that's in music. That's in business. That's in friendships. That's in opportunities. There are so many things because people are sitting back watching. You never know. Doing this book, let me tell y'all, you would never know where you would end up and who's watching and waiting on you to be in their presence. I was, after my book signing, after my book signing, I went next door to this big event, whatever they were doing, this Afro, whatever, whatever. Because mm -hmm. my friend Nikki was doing, selling her candles there. Mm -hmm. So I went over there to support her. And so I was hungry. I was like, I'm going to find some food. And I walked up on a conversation, you know, from a black travel agent and, um, and well, Crystal, Crystal was there and she was like, oh yeah, she just did her book signing next door and da, 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 da. And that guy, guy said, oh, you wrote a book? I was like, yes, sir. He's like, well, what is it about? And I started to explain. He said, you know what? That sounds like something I want to read. Mm. And he went and tapped his wife and said, baby, go on Amazon and buy this book. Then he told me about a girl around the corner who was a vendor who tried to kill herself twice. Wow. So you need to go over there and talk to her because this book is going to benefit her. Right? Wow. And so in that same day, I left. I went to T.D.'s Barbecue in the hood, honey. <laughs> I, was, I said, Sorry, I, I didn't find nothing. She's talking about barbecue. I'm going to have to try to find them out. I was hungry because I didn't find nothing at the place. I said, I'm going to give me a baked potato. I went to TD. I stepped out of my car. As soon as I stepped outside of my car, this lady said, excuse me, what's your name? And I said, Daphne. She said, Norman? I said, yes, ma'am. She says, I've been waiting to see because I've been looking for your book. Wow. She said, you preached at this church and Pastor Davis, shout out to Pastor Davis, they, um, she, and she, they bought your book. And she said I needed to get it. Wow. First of all, not only did this lady buy the book, I said, she said, how much are that? like that $10. She said, you're not going to look at your phone? I said, oh, no, I trust you. That lady paid $25 for my book. Wow. You know, so you just never know who's got, who's talking about mm -hmm. you, who's watching mm -hmm. you. There are people who God has, has lined up waiting to, to, bring you in to be a part of what they're a part of and you acting a whole clown yeah. in these streets and for what? Yeah. Yeah. So we, we mess up stuff because people are watching. I don't know who's going to watch this. Right. You don't know who's going to watch this. And they may say, you know what? Ivan was whatever, whatever. And so here we are outside of these walls acting a whole clown in these yeah. streets. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And people don't, there, there are people who you minister to just by your presence. You know, they, they see your smile, you know, and I hate, you know, God, oh, you smell. but you know, I learned. That's the truth. Yeah. That you can light up a room if you walk into it and smile. So there are so many ways that that people 
you know, um, mess up opportunities just by being ignorant concerning things that have, no. you know, come their way. Don't entertain it. Yeah, when I tell y'all I could do this for another hour, because I feel like I'm in, in, in the center of a church that I have not ever <laughs> been to before. Speaking of church, I cannot let you go without shouting out your mm-hmm. pastor. Mm-hmm. Let's mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my pastor, Pastor Jessica Henson, and the assistant pastor, Jimmy Henson, at Deliverance Point Church where in God Dallas. Where God meets you at the point of your life. I love her because she's um when i say real even like the faith look uh because you have a facebook i think it's like your last post on on facebook i love her because she's not one of those where you know she's always you know using the big churchy whatever like you get regular conversation Mm -hmm. but she gives you god to where whenever you get it you got it it. that's why i told you I'm going to come and visit, uh, Pastor. I promise I am. <laughs> it's been a minute, and I've been trying to figure out. No, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I've been trying to figure out I need a pastor that I can at least pay my tithes to. <laughs> what can uh, our listeners and, and our viewers right there? I, and I need every bit of it. What can our listeners and viewers uh, find you? I am on Facebook as Stephanie Norman. I am on Instagram as God's Favor 33. And I also have a Help on Broken Instagram page. Um, you can Google me, baby. Google. Uh, no, YouTube. I'm on YouTube on, on there also. Um, but most of that stuff is I'm just I'm on there preaching on there. But for the most part, oh, I have a help on broken page on Facebook too. Um, that's about all I do on social media. Um, I'm, I said uh, Snapchat made me feel old, so I don't really. TikTok. <laughs> I got TikTok, but I don't even use it. My dog, I, I just, my dog is on my TikTok. That's my, I love my dog. I want a dog that's going to be this big forever. Yeah, shout out to Spencer. Spencer's probably mad at the moment. I do not want a big dog. He's not going to get no business. I don't like big dogs. That's not my ministry. He's a palm chief. I'm raining him for a chihuahua. That's a lot of money. That's an expensive dog. Ivan, where can our listeners and our viewers find out more information about you, man? Listeners and viewers, well, I did just jump back on social media, jump back on Facebook. I was hack y'all. Watch these hackers going on these days. Uh, my name is Mr. Pipples on Facebook. That's M I S T A H. That's H. It. That's it. Yeah, it's an H on there. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's it. That's that boy. That boy on Facebook. On Instagram, it's I. It's uh, Maestro IP on Instagram. Uh, that's where they can find me. If you need to holler at me, holler at me. I, I, the Lord is taking me in a whole different direction, and I thank him. Yeah. That part. Uh, look, um, Daphne. You uh, can buy my books on Amazon. Buy, yeah, tell them uh, how they can find you on Amazon, yeah, please. You can buy it. Just look up the book, Help on Broken, or you can look up my name, D-A-F-A-N-I-N-O-R-M-A-N. As a matter of fact, y'all can see can, all of that uh, name right yeah. there. Buy it on, on Amazon. You know, and, I, and, yeah. and, and I encourage a lot of young people to read the book because sometimes we walk around and we think that we are are okay and we, we don't even know that we're broken. First chapter of my book, Are You Okay? Are You Okay? Are You Okay? So yep. it's, it's, an honest, it's an honest look at yourself. I do want to say this. Um, I pride myself on self-evaluations. That's why they are all throughout my book. 
um, one of the things I want people to understand is the only way that you can be healed, be set free, be whole, is if you take an honest look at yourself and, and identify that there are areas in you that are broken. Yeah. Um, most of the time we lie. We play Superman. Yes, we, we play Superman. We put on a front. We pretend. All of this kind of stuff because we don't want nobody to know mm-hmm. the truth. But if you, I tell people, one of the hardest things that I had to do was be honest with myself uh, and be honest with God about the things that I was ashamed to tell Him. Because yeah. a lot of times we uh, we can pray, but we pray like in this place where. Um, we don't want you, you know, yeah, yeah. But when it come out your mouth <laughs> right. that I deal with, you know, masturbation and all this other stuff, mm-hmm. you know, then it becomes a reality. And so we are ashamed to say it to God. Mm-hmm. And so I want to encourage you say those things that you're ashamed to say so that God can set you free from it. Yeah. And so be honest, be honest with yourself, do a self. And it's not just, oh, I'm cute because I that I know, but on the inside, right. I got a problem. Yeah. I hate people. Yeah. You know, I'm 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 mad at my daddy. I'm mad mm-hmm. at my mama. I'm I'm depressed. Be honest. Mm-hmm. And when you acknowledge and you're honest about those things, then you give God the ability to set you free from them. Wow. Help, I'm broken. Help, I'm broken. I have to ask this. I I was supposed to do this at the top of the show and I I, I didn't. What's your definition of broken? Brokenness is see the best way I can define it. Brokenness is those places that um, are places of pain mm. that have been that have been triggered by things that have happened to us, and so brokenness is a place where um, it causes you to respond or react out of character, or puts you in a dark place mm-hmm. because of pain oh i'm broke then there's a lot of us that are broke (laughs) whenever you put it that clear yeah yeah and and, and i'm telling you i'm damaged not broken i'm damaged there are people but but the good thing about being broken is that it is not unsalvageable yeah anything that is broken can be fixed yeah I talk about that too. Yeah. So I'm telling you, isn't you're not in an unsalvageable salvageable place. There is help for you. And that is what I want people to really understand. Yeah. You do not have to live broken. You don't have to. But like you said, we have to make the decision. Yeah. yeah. That's it. We have to make And let me tell you y'all something, yeah. honey. There are people who are licensed professionals mm-hmm. that can help you. Go see somebody. Yes. Yes. Please and thank you. Yes. If you can't get it from here or from your pastor yeah. or whoever you go to, go honey, see go somebody. Pay somebody. Help yeah. them. Go get some help. Yeah. There's help. Yeah. That's definitely helping. I, I hope and pray that this podcast, this particular show, has done something for you. But if you're listening now and you're watching this on social media, uh, don't forget this is also going to be on the iHeartRadio app, the Spreaker app, or you can just go to the intropodcast.com that part. Um, and you can also uh, share this with someone uh, that you know uh, is in a place where they're trying to figure out what the next is. Um, follow uh, 
It a minister, Daphne, or is it Daphne? Elder. Elder. Daphne, no. But you ain't gonna find Elder on there. Just follow find, Daphne. Find and follow. Purchase this book, and as soon as I can convince her to come back into this studio and do this audio book, I need y'all to get this audio book uh, so that you can. Uh, we need help. We're in a, a time and situation where we're we're just we're getting over this whole COVID thing and a lot of people we lost family members we lost friends uh relationships were broken or whatever so we're all going through something and i believe with all my heart that this is something this book uh and this young lady um is the blueprint to help you get out of what you're going through again it's your boy tash this is the intro podcast with miss daphne norman and the one and only mr ivan pickles my co-host thank you bro bro because i have you back again i know you don't live too close to me but uh i need you back okay i was nervous i was a little nervous about this but i thank god for putting me on your mind Hey, what's up, everybody? I hope you guys enjoyed today's show and it done something for you because it did something for me with my special guest, Miss Daphne Norman, the author of Help, I'm Broken, a journey of healing and building from broken places. Also, shout out to my co-host for the day, Mr. Ivan Pickles. Do me a favor and follow them both on social media. Don't forget to purchase the book. It is on Amazon right now. Uh, but of course, if you follow them on social media, uh, you can also see the link to that book. But if you go to uh, the intropodcast.com, we have a link on our website that would take you directly to the book. In the meantime, in between time, follow us on social media. On Facebook, it is the Intro Podcast 2 or the Intro Dallas Podcast. On Instagram and Twitter, it's SMG Officially. Hey, we're out of here. But once again, thank you guys so much. Share today's show with somebody who needs to know that they can build and heal from broken places. The future will be amazing. And that's all well and good. But what about today? You can feel the rush of a 400 horsepower Nissan Z. Or climb to new heights in the all-terrain Nissan Frontier. Light up the road in the all-electric Nissan Aria that feels like a sci-fi dream come true. The future will be great, but today is made for thrill. All you have to do is get in a Nissan and drive. 2023 Aria and Z not yet available for purchase. Expected availability is this spring for 2023 Z and this fall for 2023 Aria. Nothing feels more like summer than bare feet on freshly cut grass. And this Memorial Day, the Home Depot has savings on all the things you need to get your lawn in shoeless shape. Get hassle-free cutting, trimming, and cleaning power with cordless lawn tools from RYOBI. Whatever your lawn needs, we have tools to get the job done that won't leave you tangled up. So what are you waiting for? It's time to feel the grass between your toes. Feels like Memorial Day at the Home Depot. How doers get more done.